Hello there, I'm the Governator, also known as the Gummy Bear of Candiconia. First off, I'd like to implement new rules. There must be a new gym in every city of the great state of California. It'll be called 25 Hour Fitness for one extra hour of working out. Anyway, some of you know my movies with stunning images and powerful emotions portrayed by none other than me, Mr. Universe, and the greatest actor in the world. I will now attempt a recorded audio format to communicate some of the deep feelings I had while filming the classics like Kindergarten Cop, The Terminator, Total Recall, and The Terminator. Thank you for giving me your time, your clothes, and your motorcycle. Now listen up, everyone. One, two, three. Welcome to Horror for Dummies. We are the podcast that comes to you every week that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. This week's lesson is The Terminator. But before we do anything, my name is Tim and let me introduce you to the dummy himself. His name is Dizzy Daniel Loof. Oh, Raspberry Fanta. Very good. And with us for the first time, it's been, uh, it's about fucking time we got these guys on. We've been talking so much, but it's about time we got them on. From the Friday Nightmares podcast, we have Heather Powell and Scott Crawford. Hey guys, thanks for having us. I feel like we've like totally blown each other's podcast so much that it makes sense that we're finally on together. Oh, oh we're finally man. on our first date. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> things are gonna get sexual. I can guarantee it. Oh, my pants are already off. <laughs> if only, if only the listeners got to see our our chat talk, our group oh chat talk. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty things. So, Friday Nightmares podcast. Give it a little explanation of what it is and who you guys are. Uh, do you want me to do that, Heather? Cool. Yeah, yeah, you do it, Scott. You're good at it. All right, so, uh, yeah, we are. Uh, we were originally just a monthly podcast until uh, Tim demanded that we release more episodes. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, since we're all in self-isolation because of this COVID-19, we're like, ah, screw it. What else do we hey, got to do? So we got kind of become bi-weekly and pretty much weekly because we're doing bonus episodes now, too. But our show is pretty much just uh, we choose a topic about horror and then we discussed all sorts of different horror films related to that topic we do a bunch of research and just kind of tangentially tie everything together uh so like our last episode we ended up doing uh aliens and government experiments and Mm -hmm. so we just found a bunch of research on those topics and then found movies to kind of coincide with our uh what we actually chose for our research and so yeah we we pretty much don't review movies. Like I think we reviewed uh, two movies when we first started, but after that, we just said, "Screw it, we're just gonna like, just kind of talk in depth about like the topic itself and just bring in movies." Mm. You guys do it so well, and like there are that many horror movie review podcasts out there right now. 
So it's a bit of a fresh uh, breath of fresh air that you guys are doing something different, but still keeping it horror related. Well, thank you. I'm glad you appreciate that because yeah, that was all Heather's idea to decide not to do reviews after this, and yeah, I I love it because as much as I love doing reviews, it's yeah, everyone does reviews. I know, I know, <laughs> and I look at this podcast sometimes and think, yeah, we're just doing the same thing that everyone else is doing, but. We're having fun doing it, so that's the main but thing. But you're doing it from Australia, <laughs> so it's different. <laughs> that's it. That's our gimmick. It's the same, just upside down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scott, you've you've been doing podcasts for a long time now, haven't you? Yeah, I think I'm on my fifth year of podcasting because I started wow. off with uh, – because the very first show I did was just something that probably not many people had ever even heard of called the Horror Drunks Podcast. And it was just two of my buddies. Mm-hmm. And we, it was uh, kind of just like our first time ever doing it. The audio wasn't the best. We were pretty much sharing one mic in the middle of the table and talking about three different horror films. And we'd, we would randomly decide that we're going to record outside. So you'd hear like birds chirping in the background and weird <laughs> stuff like that. It was just uh not very professional, but it was a lot of fun, and we would just be, well, since we were the horror drunks, we were getting drunk while we were doing it, and uh, it's thematic. then, yeah, I was saying we did that for probably two years or so, we had 25 episodes, and unfortunately, the host for that ended up uh, kind of uh, getting rid of his account, which every episode is pretty much lost, except for maybe like five episodes that you can kind of hunt down online, um, but then after that, I did the podcast by the cemetery with my roommate, Tim Williams, and uh, my f- old co-host from the Horror Drunks, uh, Randall Armand Fahey. And we're, we got ourselves on Legion Podcast and did about 10 episodes there, and then that kind of fell through because life happened. Mm-hmm. And Fucking then life. I was just kind of uh, guest being a guest spotting whore and just like jumping on different shows like every now and then. And then Heather and I connected and became great friends and decided, hey... Let's do, do let's do a show together because she was also just kind of guest spotting everywhere and she kind of wanted to start her own show. So that's pretty much where we're at now. And we just yeah now we're just like all over the place. Hell yeah! So so the the horror drunks was your first show. Yeah. Oh yeah, was, okay. Because yeah, I, yeah uh, it was fun. I used to yeah so I I thought you for some reason in my stupid head I thought you had another podcast before that so I've listened to all all of your shows. Oh, have you really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I've been a fan of yours for a while now. <laughs> That's freaking cool. I had no idea anyone actually listened to the horror drunks. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm still, I'm, st- I'm still in the um, Facebook group. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, Scott's not even in the Facebook group anymore. <laughs> no, no, I am. I just get notif- I get notifications, but I don't even pay attention to it anymore. <laughs> That's funny. Heather, you. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is this your first probably podcast? Wrong. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, yes, no. Um, I started podcasting with Kill the Cast as a guest spotter back in April last year. And that came because I stalked them. And I bought... No, I'm not kidding. Like, I stalked them. Yeah, she, she's great like, at stalking. This isn't a, this isn't a joke. Like, I, and because I'm a chick, I get away with it, right? Like, if I was a, like, a dude, they'd be like, what the fuck? Um, and I bought a tank top. And they were so happy that I bought a tank top that they invited me on to do Terrifier. And that's one of my favorite slashers of recent years. And uh, yeah, so I did that. And then from there, I kind of just guest spotted with them mostly. And then I was on 
NFW, which is a commentary, and then I'm a co-host on It's Not Horror Okay with Scott, and we do uh, cheesy action movies. But I, I, I love movie reviews. I love them so much, and there's so many people that do them well. But I really am into politics. I'm sure you know this, Tim, by listening yes. to the episode. And I, and I try to hold back how strong some of my opinions are, even though I'm sure they come through. Um, but I wanted to do something different. And and Scott and I kind of had similar values, similar beliefs, and and the way that we looked at life and even the horror community. And it really fit that we were able to do this. And it's been you know, Friday Nightmares has really got a lot of good reception and I really wasn't sure how it was going to go. I didn't know if people were going to dig it or if they were going to think it was fucking stupid or whatever. And people seem to really like it. So it's been really awesome. That's one of the reasons why I really like your show is your political views and the stuff that you bring to the show. It's not often you hear that in horror movie podcasts and you bring it forth really, really well. And I really enjoy that part of the show. So keep it up. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she she is definitely the brains of the operation too so like she, she knows her shit yeah but scott you are the eye candy oh thanks baby that's Not- why we get downloads <laughs> <laughs> all right before we start this episode i have to ask you guys one question each and you don't have to go into it fully just off the top of your head give me your Three favorite horror films of all time, if you can. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess I will start. Um, three all-time favorite horror films. Well, my number one, as majority of people know, if they know me, is Gremlins. I just mm. I, I, I freaking I, I, love that movie. <laughs> I Watch. expected that. Christmas classic. <laughs> and I, I can already feel Heather rolling her eyes. <laughs> uh, but then uh, I would probably have to say... Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing is my second favorite. Oh, yes. And it would either be a toss-up between Alien or The Witch. Oh, The Witch. Hear that, Daniel? Hear that? I heard Alien. (laughs) (laughs) The Witch is fucking phenomenal, and I will not have you say ill about that film. It sure does exist as a movie. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, wait, right. I'm waiting for Heather to watch it so I can find out what she thinks. Oh, that'd be a cool uh, cool episode for you guys. Or folk horror or something like that. Oh, we actually have an idea for a folk horror episode on the road. Really? Oh, I'd be keen on that. Yeah. Hey, you want to come on it? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. I'll come on it. I, I, I know. I'll put I, you on the spot on the podcast. You're going to be like, no, nah, it's okay. I don't really no. want to be on your show. Well. You guys Question are going to deliver that so much better than I will, because in my stupid mind, I'll be like, yeah, it's folk and it's horror. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's horror with acoustic well, the guitar. Well, is, do you want to come on the show? Do you want to oh come on God, me? Oh, Daniel. I, oh, that's a, do I get to choose both? Yes. <laughs> oh, I won't you. have it any other way. <laughs> uh, Heather, if you can, your favorite three horror films. Okay, Black Christmas 2019. I'm just kidding. I Oh, my God. <laughs> you had me for a second. I know. Got to keep you on your toes, Tim. Is that good? Um, or is that a bad movie? That's, that's a bad movie. Okay. Actually, Daniel, I would like you to watch it and do a review on one of the shows. Can you do okay. that we, for us? Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. You want to do an episode or you want me to just watch it? No, no, we can do want... an episode. I want to okay. do that. Yeah, that's cool. We'll do a Christmas one. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas in July. July. Oh. Yes. 
We're all um, the same wavelength. <laughs> no, right? Um, well, probably my first all-time one is Scream. Uh, Scream what? got me into the uh, horror genre, and I was really nervous when I was a kid. I was scared of a lot of different things, and I don't know what happened with Scream, but I just ended up watching the movie and falling in love with it. Uh, second would be It Follows, because I think it was one wow. of the the best demon ghost entity stories that I've seen in a long time. And I just Fuck like yeah. the, the tie in with sex and the, you know, passing it on and how cautious she is. Anyway, I, I love it. And the clamshell the, phone. Yes. Like who doesn't like that phone or her eating frozen yogurt? Like, honestly, like, <laughs> <Yes>. fucking, <laughs> um, and probably actually the third, I'm going to say train to person. Oh, like, yeah. Tim hates What? He's, Shut up. He's fucking with you. Well, that's it. I'm off. Um, I think it's one of the best infected zombie. I don't know whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like either one of those genres fits for me. I I just think it's so well done. The characters you buy into. Mm -hmm. um, Fast paced, beautifully filmed. How you do a zombie movie. Um, So, yeah, those probably are my three that come to mind right now. That's awesome. I, as, as you probably know, I was on Kill the Cast the other week, or the other day, sorry, doing the um, best films of the 2010s. And I said on there that Train to Busan's easily my favorite film of that whole decade. And after I finished that recording, it got me thinking, I'm like, what is my favorite zombie film? And it probably is Train to Busan. Yeah, for me, it's Train to Busan, too. Yeah, I would I would say that's my second favorite. My first favorite. And is you're wrong. <sighs> <laughs> this is the shit I have to put up with on my show. <laughs> but I would say my all time favorite is probably Shaun of the Dead. Ooh. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's a good one. I mean, there's a lot of good ones out there, but there's a lot of shit ones out there as well. Oh yeah. Um, Day of the Dead Bloodlines. Anyone? Oh my god, I tried to sit through that piece of shit last week. Oh. It, was, it was fucking painful. I got happy with you. I'm like, no. I'm I sorry can't. to hear that. I can't handle this acting anymore, and I can handle some shitty acting. <laughs> like, and that was, like, as horror fans, we can, right? Like, we watch shitty movies sometimes. Oh, yeah. But that was pretty bad. Like, it was it was painful. It was just, oh, the, the direction they went with taking the character of Bub was, oh, I wanted to punch the TV. Yeah, because didn't they do something like make him almost like a rapist-style angry... Yep. Oh, like I'd never watched it because I just had bad feeling about it, and Day of the Dead is my favorite of the Dead anthology, or Dead yes, series. And, nice. Uh, and yeah, once I heard what they were doing with Bubs, I was like, nope, I, I can't even bother to watch this. You you dodged a bullet, Scott. I was, yeah. I, I agree, Day of the Dead's probably my favorite out of the, out of the three. Or out of the whole lot. Um, out of the whole Dead trilogy, uh, Dead trilogy. There's more Dead films. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. The the new Do- Day of the Dead. Holy shit. Yeah. Don't watch it, man. You'll want to punch your TV. <laughs> I, I yeah. I, I'm I seen it on a couple streaming services and I'm just going. No, I I can't do it. I just mm. I can't pull that trigger. I think Return oh. of the Living Dead's my favorite zombie movie. Oh, That's- I forgot about that one too. Return of the Living Dead's amazing. So good. I still haven't seen, like, part four and five of that yet, and I kind of don't want to. You, you don't want to. I, I yeah, watched yeah. them, and I I was uh, I was legit angry. Uh, okay. All right. All right, I'll leave it alone then. <laughs> It'd be a wise decision. 
<laughs> All right, beautiful. So those are some good choices. Um, there's no Jaws is on your list, but I'll let that slide. It's okay. Well, Jaws isn't that good of a movie. So that's <gasps> <good>. <laughs> 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 Blasphemy. He knows I'm just saying that because I listen to his show and I, he knows how much he loves Jaws. I listened to your episode on... Oh, fuck off. Disclosure, I love Jaws too. Okay, I love Jaws. I was really sad that they took away the ride at Universal Studios. I went and had a picture taken with the shark. That's still there. Oh, I still... I, still, I like Jaws. I'm just being a shithead. <laughs> I've heard your episode on eco horror. I know what your thoughts on Jaws are. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's a that stands up, Tim. It totally does. Like, I can see why you appreciate it because even now, we were talking about it with someone else the other day, and it still is good. Like, it's a still a good, solid movie, even in 2020. Yeah. I was speaking to someone at work, uh, one of the co workers at my work. He is 21 or 22. And um, he was asking me a lot about horror movies. And he goes, what's your all-time favorite movie? And I said, Jaws. And he gives me this funny look. And he goes, what do you like about it? And I just unleashed hell. I named everything I like about it, which I won't name here <laughs> because I don't want this podcast to go for five hours. But um, <laughs> it will. <laughs> but, he, um, <laughs> but, yeah, he just goes, I just I, – I, I, I understand that it was a product of its time. But I just I can't get up past those effects, and oh. and then I punched him. <laughs> Why didn't he like the effects? What was his beef with it? He he's a twenty two year old kid, and him looking at older films now, it, it, I mean he's probably looking at it with I he's not a horror fan. He's probably into the Marvel movies and all that stuff with the good effects, and he's looking at Jaws, thinking, "Yeah, it's a robotic shark that looks like shit." But I don't know, to someone like me who grew up with that movie, the shark is just, it blows my mind to think that that's an actual 25 foot robot that is in the water and all practical and everything like that. So I can see where he's coming from because he hasn't had that, that knowledge and understanding of it. But um, yeah, kids these days, you know. Look, there's a lot of shark movies outside of Australia. If you want to make some The Reef and Open Water happen to this kid, I won't say anything. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, <laughs> mom's the word, Tim. Mom's the word. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm watching The Shallows as we speak right now. Is that um, based in Australia too? He's no, it's off the Blake Lively. Oh, well, oh yeah. <laughs> it was I actually, actually. Yeah, sorry, Scott. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say I actually just watched that for my first time this week. Oh, what did you think about it? I thought it was really good. Like I was, because uh, I've heard good things about it, and I just never like thought about watching it because i for a while there was just kind of stuck re-watching the same old same old that i'm used to and yeah this whole challenge that heather and i put ourselves through where we're watching only first time watches this year so i seen it Whoa. streaming somewhere and i was like oh hell yes i'm gonna check this out finally and yeah i thought it was really good especially for you know pretty much it being a movie with blake lively and that's about it like that was yeah. really impressive i was really impressed with her acting yeah she does a great job, and it's really distracting, especially uh, the shots that I'm watching right now where it's close-ups of her in her bikini. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, look, man, I, I'm sure you know this. I'm a massive shark horror movie fan, and uh, The Shallows, like, nothing will touch Jaws for me or the franchise. But The Shallows and 47 Meters Down, um, including The Reef um, as well, they're three shark films that I would say are the best beyond Jaws. 
He didn't like open water? Uh, not really. <laughs> Is it I... because it's too close to home? No. I... <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing to do with that. I don't know. I just found it really repetitive and boring. I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. But hurry up, sharks. Fucking eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I just I needed more shark action to be I honest. Watch, I'm watching a shark movie. I need more sharks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The true story was probably like 20 minutes. I got left there and then I got eaten, and that was the second. Yeah, what yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but and I just watched 47 meters down for my first time this year as well, which I also <laughs> really loved. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that because when that movie came out, everyone was hating on it and. Uh, I just I love that film. Um, yeah. It's like pitch black but underwater. Yeah, Ooh. and dude, it was it was really tense. I was impressed with how much tension they built in this film. Yeah, yeah, that, it's funny that movie. It um, originally came out under the title in um, in the deep, I think it was called, and um, <clears throat> the ending of that movie was completely different to the theatrical movie that came out. But what happened was it was kind of coming out at the same time as The Shallows. So they pulled it, they re-edited it, and released it a year later. And the ending of 47 Metres Down... Don't. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay, but cool. it, it's, uh, it yeah, just didn't have the same impact as the original ending. The original ending's kind of like one of those endings um, where you just... <laughs> you're left with your mouth open like, oh, shit, kind of thing. Um, like the mist, but not as brutal as the mist. If you get my gist. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a real um, kick in the dick type ending, which I love. So <laughs> you love yeah, kicks I, in the dick. I love kicks in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a way to get off. What, what, what can we say? I don't like Australian sayings. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, That's God. correct. This All right. This podcast is going to be us laughing for like fucking 45 minutes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and Tim and I just blowing each other the whole time. <laughs> Get your All right. Out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we jump into the Terminator, I do have to address, uh, well, two things. Two One. things. So we are recording right now on, um, <laughs> depends where we're from. On a Saturday or, or a Sunday. Um, this podcast isn't coming out to the following Thursday. So we're recording on the 4th, um, yeah. Australian time, 4th of April. And I just have to take this time out <laughs> no, to say... Wait, yeah, I'll say it uh, should be like, what, the 17th <laughs> of April for you? That's right. It's the 19th. There you go. My computer... Oh, you know, Do you know what's happened? If you Americanized your date somehow, I, I have my computer's American, and I'm looking at the Australian. I'm looking at it Australianly. <laughs> <laughs> it is the 19th of of April. My it my apologies. Flurbinary. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but I do have to um just take this short little second out right now yep. to say happy birthday to Miss mm-hmm. Heather Powell. Oh, <laughs> thank you. When when was it your birthday? It was on the sixteenth. Canadian sixteenth. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So a big happy birthday to you. Um, and I also have to say a big happy birthday to Daniel as well. It's his birthday on 
Monday? Is that right? Ooh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he happy hates birthday, me. Daniel. Yeah, happy birthday, Thank Daniel, you. and happy birthday to my wonderful co-host or my wonderful host. <laughs> Finally, we could have some cake. Right. <laughs> you can learn to make it at home. COVID skills. Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah. all of us eat oh. cake right now together. You can all make it at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 pause the podcast. Let's all go bake a cake and then come back we'll on come back. and we'll. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think it's about time that we okay. get stuck in. Yeah, that's later. <laughs> uh, we get stuck in and talk about the Terminator from 1984. You guys in? Hell yes. Down. I mean, awesome. it was organized before this, so I guess so. <laughs> Stop giving a behind-the-scenes look. Oh, sorry. No more curtain picks. <laughs> All right. Time for feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. In the 21st century... A weapon will be invented like no other. This weapon will be powerful, versatile, and indestructible. It can't be reasoned with. It can't be bargained with. It will feel no pity, no remorse, no pain, no fear. It will have only one purpose, to return to the present and prevent the future. This weapon will be called the Terminator. You're dead, honey. What day is it? The date? 12th, May, Thursday. What year? Assigned to protect you. You've been targeted for termination. Why does it want me? Why me? Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Terminator. Your future is in its hands. So we're talking about the Terminator from 1984. This this one one comes in an 8.0 out of 10 on IMDb. Holy fuck, that's that's big. That's 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 good for IMDb. Yeah. That's surprising. Uh, I'll tell you the plot summary, but... Seriously, if you don't know what the Terminator is about, you have been living under a rock. Or your Heather. (laughs) (laughs) Burn! So, in 1984, a human soldier is tasked to stop an indestructible cyborg killer machine, both sent from 2029, from executing a young woman whose unborn son is the key to humanity's future salvation. All right, before I start, I have to address one thing. Oh, this is a fucking is, sentence. Sorry. <laughs> this is 
this is a horror movie podcast. I'm sure you know the horror is in the title of this podcast. Yet some of you probably confused as to why we're reviewing The Terminator. And the reason we're reviewing The Terminator is because I'm going to stand here right now and say that this is a goddamn horror movie and I will back that up soon. But I want to hear from the Friday Nightmares podcast guys themselves because you guys did a very spectacular episode, your first episode, I believe, is this horror. And the first thing I want to ask you guys right now in your expert opinions, do you think this movie is somewhat a horror film? Uh, yeah, I was uh, talking to Heather about this last night, but like, I remember it from when I, like, before I rewatched it, I was like, I remember this being like, you know, a horror film to me because it felt kind of like a slasher, like a futuristic slasher with guns. And rewatching it, yep, I still think that uh, had a little bit more of an action set piece feel than I remembered. But mm -hmm. yeah, there are like specific scenes in this film that I say are undefinably horror. Like pretty much right when. Uh, the Terminator makes his first appearance and meets with the punks and you get to see Bill Paxton and all that. It was Bill Paxton. Sorry. Sure was. <laughs> I was like, is that Bill Paxton? <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that scene right there, that like, that's, I would consider that horror, uh, a couple of scenes in the middle and then definitely the third act. Mm. Oh shit. Yeah. Heather, what say to you? Um, I really don't know where I stand on it. This was a first time watch for me. Uh, I did not Shocking. see. I know, I know. It's surprising. <laughs> well, we just got DVD players in Canada, so it's been, it's been a lot of catching up. I've had to do. Um, I'm probably leaning towards not horror, okay, more and science fictiony than I am horror. But that doesn't mean I won't change my mind. I think I need to discuss it more. And probably by the end of this podcast, I will have made a decision. But I am sitting quite literally in the middle of the fence right now. I see where someone would consider it horror, but I also f see where someone would not. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm leaning towards more of the not side, but I'm always open to conversation and arguments for either side. So nice. what you're saying is uh, someone needs to push you off this fence into the horror realm. <laughs> or the other way. And I may no, just go no. the other way just to piss off Scott. So we'll see. Oh. How <laughs> but no, I really don't know where I stand on it. I really don't. Like, it's... Um, yeah, it answered though a lot of questions for the other Terminator movies that I had. Now I get, like, shit, I should have watched the first one a long time ago. But um, <laughs> Sometimes things work in chronological order. Right, I can imagine, huh? I'm like, yeah. oh, that's why that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys think. All right. Um, Luffy. Yeah. Horror or not? Horror. Your opinion. Yeah? Yeah. It's, um, it plays on technophobia which was like huge in the 80s very oh. good didn't even think of that yeah wow. yeah so it's it's like the whole story is based on the fear that like machines will fucking take over and just completely eradicate humans and what's more scary than something that can't be reasoned with and that just has a fucking program to do this thing and you can't stop it you went uh, so much yeah. deeper than I thought than I went. 
I mean, I looked up wow. the check. It was called Technophobia, but yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get back into that discussion because I think it's going to be pretty interesting to dive into it a little bit. Um, but before I do that, I, I completely forgot to name the cast in this movie, even though really I don't have to because like most I don't of think anyone people... of notes in it. Bill Paxton, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, of course, we have Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Michael Bean as Kyle Reese. Uh, we have Lance Henriksen looking young as all hell. As, yeah, doesn't ever. Oh, man. Uh, as Detective Hal Vukovic. I don't I, I'm horrible with names. I'm sure you know that. Um, and, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. All right. Question for you guys, and I want your honest, honest opinion. Yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger as an actor, is he good or is he bad? Or is he really, really bad that it's good? Scott, you go first. <laughs> uh, I I would say it really depends on the role for him. Um, Like for Terminator, yep. I'd say he does a fantastic job, but that's also because he doesn't have to do many lines. He's imposing. The way he moves is just like uh, almost, uh, almost like pretty much robotic. Just the way he actually reacts in the film. Um, Conan loved him in that. He was a great actor in that. Mm-hmm. But then you have stuff like Kindergarten Cop and uh, <laughs> Academy and, Award-winning film. Yes. <laughs> is it? And <laughs> right up there with Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, I thought you were serious for a second. Tammy isn't going to have to learn, man. No. <laughs> 90% of what Heather says is sarcasm. I was like, the costumes or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd say, like, some of his comedy stuff, no, but his action stuff, uh, yes. Uh, even though, like, I guess, like, Total Recall, his acting in that was uh, laughable at points, but, like, he is just a great action hero especially from that era of the 80s and so i like yeah it depends on the role for him but i think like yeah he can he can act pretty well if given the right role nice uh heather what do you think well okay how much are we spoiling terminator like are we giving oh, yeah, away yeah. scenes yeah okay dude. so i'm sure you know, everybody's seen terminator uh, except for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know the scene where that kyle guy says come with me if you want to live it yep. sounded horrible i was like what the fuck is this shit i wouldn't be going with you anywhere when arnold schwarzenegger says it in the second one i'm like fuck yeah i'm going with you so i think that in the right role he's believable and i think in terminator he's great but i have the similar opinion that scott does it depends on the movie and the role but i think out of action stars he's probably the most tolerable for me i think he has kind of a goofy lovable approach like even in kindergarten cop he's He's cute. Like, and even in the in the movie Twins, you know, oh, I love twins. He's sweet, right? Like, I mm-hmm. think that he has more acting chops than other action stars, but I would never put him on any kind of huge acting pedestal. But for Terminator wise, that Kyle dude was so annoying that I was super happy that he got taken out of the fucking series and Arnold Schwarzenegger was the focus for the rest of it going forward. So interesting. Okay. Um, Luffy. I don't know, bro. Um, like, he's definitely not one of the best actors out there. Um, and you just, like, I agree with what Scott said, whereas if he's in the right role, it totally works for him. Like, 
Conan works. This works. But, like, even when he's doing the comedies and stuff, what makes it funny is that he's shit. (laughs) (laughs) So it also kind of works, but, like, I... I can't, I can't imagine him doing anything that would, like, make me cry or anything. Like, I, I can't imagine him mm. conveying a... You, you clearly like, haven't a, seen Maggie, then. A full I was just about to say I heard Maggie. <laughs> yeah. Maggie. Maggie will make you cry. Maggie, yeah, watch Maggie. <laughs> Maggie okay, Maggie's well. about a... Uh, it's in a zombie-type world, mm. and Arnold Schwarzenegger has a daughter who has been bitten, and it's just about him trying to uh, get her help. But is I, it his acting, or is it just kind of the situation? I think it's his uh, a little bit of both, to be honest. Okay. I All think right. he killed it in that movie. But sorry, continue. Okay, he's well. It's twenty. That's a twenty fifteen. I'm like, I'm thinking like more back in the eighties yeah, stuff. Yep. Like I don't think he was that great, but I definitely would have said he's got better. Um, oh, but uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think so at this stage. I think. Now he's got to rely on it a bit more, and like he did pretty good for someone who didn't speak much English. Yeah, that's yeah. true. See, with, with me, um, I agree. I agree with whatever everyone said there. I I fucking love Arnold Schwarzenegger so much to the point that I've even considered making a new podcast that's just entitled to Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Trader. Oh, I. <laughs> I want to be your co-host. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. Um, right. But yeah, look, I, I, I've got to agree with you. As much as it pains me to say, some of his lines in mostly the comedy movies is cringeworthy. Double man. It's, it's, it's so <laughs> turbo man. <laughs> I fucking love Jingle all the way. I know, so, so do good. I. <laughs> I love that movie. Put that cookie down. <laughs> but it's just so enjoyable every single movie i've seen him in is just enjoyable and it's because of no i love him like a maid but um (laughs) don't you say that word i don't know if he's that good of an actor it's just my point but yeah go on (laughs) no no that's all i was just I, i just had to ask that question because i was reading up a lot of reviews about this movie the terminator and a lot of the reviews had the same thing like arnold's acting isn't that great i'm like i i disagree i think he did really well in this movie and this was like one of his first movies i know conan was first but but one of his feature films um, i think he acts about as well in the prosthetic as out of the prosthetic for this yeah yeah for most of it yeah um, the only thing- bit Oops. where it threw me was he was shutting the door and I think glassed him in the face and he flinched. And I was like, a robot wouldn't flinch. <laughs> I don't think I noticed that. I didn't notice that either. It's where he like he punches the he punches the the um the door, like the glass on the door and he shuts it and it hits him in the face kind of thing. He punched a lot oh. of glass in this movie. That's yeah, true. He he sure did. A lot of glass. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, one thing I was going to say, too, is, uh, like, people saying, like, his acting, like, was off or whatever, like, it's supposed it's supposed to sound, like, unnatural and uh, unfeeling because he's a robot. He's not going to have, like, any emotion or inflection in his voice when he's doing this. That's, like, the yeah. one way you can tell that he's not, you know, human. Yeah. Like, I, I felt that was, like, part of that character. Like, 
the performance I thought was perfect for that. It's great yeah. casting. Well, and he wasn't cast for his acting. He was casted for his body. Like, let's yeah. be real here. Like, dude was fucking ripped. And that probably had a lot to do with him being in that role as well, because he was believable. He was intimidating. Like, if I saw that dude coming after me, I'd be fucking scared, too. And especially if all I had is fucking Kyle to protect me, I'd be probably even more <laughs> fucking scared. God, that guy was annoying. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Get the feeling you don't like Kyle Race. <laughs> well, I just, like, what? Yeah, no. Like, I would have been like, dude, I got this. Like, you can go fuck off. Like, I'll take care of myself. Um, But, like, I, I feel like he just fit this role for so many reasons and physically was the biggest reason why. Oh, absolutely. He is intimidating as hell. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so what we'll do here is we'll each go around and just give your thoughts on the movie as a whole. Go nuts. Take as long as you want, but... Let us know what you think. And the first person I want to hear from is Heather. I want to know what you think. And I want to know why you love Kyle Reese so much. <laughs> I just, you know, he's like my dream guy. I just really one day <laughs> hope I can not find someone like that for me. Um, I really liked Linda Hamilton in this, honestly. I It was cool to see, like, before she got, like, really fucked up now. Like, she's kind of, like, angry in 2020 mm-hmm. i feel like she was happier here so that was kind of nice to see her back then and i like how she goes from being this like waitress at this shitty little diner to kind of getting more empowered as the film goes on um definitely i see where there's horror elements i think daniel brought up a really really good point it it does kind of feel like a slasher uh scott mentioned that before of you know, how Arnold Schwarzenegger is going through the phone book and, you know, knocking out anyone that's named Sarah Connor. And I'll be honest, the first lady that got killed, when I found out she had kids and stuff, I was like, oh, like that actually made me <laughs> So did I, yeah. Yeah, like I was like, well, she didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> she was the wrong name. Wrong name, right? Like, and I, honestly, that Kyle guy, I just felt like he was, I don't know, this, this podcast could be Heather Hates Kyle. And like, I have no good... I, I just found him very wooden and very at first I thought he was a robot and then I realized he wasn't and he was just a basic bitch human, which I thought was kind of boring. <laughs> um, oh, you thought they were gonna do like a mad twist where like he's yeah. a fucking feminist too. Yeah, and he uh, was just like a dude and like they banged and that was a good sex scene. Like I gotta admit, that was pretty that was pretty sexy, so that was awesome. Um I like me good sex scenes. And <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um how John Connor was made. Yeah, like I thought that was a good tie-in at the end. And definitely there was some some good kills. And I really like the ending scene with the machines. And I think Daniel's point to earlier, it was the machines that helped save her, which was the same thing she was afraid of. Yeah. She used the machines to her advantage to survive. And Kyle, of course, sacrificed himself. And she had that really stupid monologue at the end of the couple hours we had together. We're so magical. I was like, oh, he's he fucked once. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it seemed like it went that long, but anyway, okay. Um, but yeah, I, overall, I really enjoyed the movie, and I see where there's horror elements. I just feel, I'm just on this verge of saying that it's horror or not. So I think once I hear you guys talk about it in a little bit more detail, it's going to help me concrete my decision, because it feels so science fiction-y, and maybe it's just that I don't really like science fiction movies that much, and that's why I'm trying to, like, so you can have science fiction horror. I just feel like this is so much more action. 
but some sick action scenes like the tanker with the oil like that oil or gasoline tanker was fucking badass that shit was that explosion and stuff like that was awesome so yeah those are my general thoughts nice um scott you want to go next uh yeah um so my first experience with this film would have probably been so it came out in 84 so i probably seen it at about the age of seven so about 88 or so and uh pretty much the part that uh like when i was young and was that terrified me is just like the seeing the scenes of everything happening in the future with the war and just like how horrifying like some of those uh images that they displayed on screen were and like especially when you get to part two you see the one where he steps on the skull and crushes it that like scene like stuck with me like but that you know that's a different movie but mm-hmm. uh yeah this uh this is definitely uh i'm glad that i rewatched it because it's right up there like in one of my as one of my favorites and especially in the sci-fi action horror genre uh because yeah i i love the first two movies and then after that it's we we, we don't need to bother <laughs> but mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yeah this one i like i was saying i definitely feel it is horror because just he reminds me like the Terminator in this reminds me of Jason Voorhees, just an slow moving, sure. unstoppable machine. Mm-hmm. And literally. he's basically a force of nature. Yeah, literally. He's basically a force of nature, like or, well, a force of robotic Robot. nature. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, the way he just kind of stalks everybody just like gives me that creepy feeling because, yeah, like. Like uh, Heather was saying, when he like looks up all the Sarah Connors, and he just starts just uh, pretty much taking them out one by one till he finds the right one, and just her unfortunate happenstance of her calling back to talk to her roommate and leaving the voice message while he is right there in the room, realizing that wasn't Sarah Connor. It's like oh shit, like there's that just feeling of dread. And then when he gets to that uh, club scene, that's like where like the mass slaughter happens and i just i love that scene just like he's just annihilating everybody mm. but yeah this movie is just a lot of fun uh that third act with the chase scene and the explosion and then when you see the exoskeleton of the t-800 that it was a horrifying image especially uh the part that scared me when i was a kid was the scene where after he gets you know, blown to pieces and he's just the torso of him and he's slowly crawling after mm. her. That, still coming. Yeah, still coming. There was a freaking zombie. Just yeah. a robot. And, man, that scene terrified the hell out of me as a kid to the point where I, when I got terrified of a movie when I was a kid, I had to watch that scene over and over, like, watch those scenes that terrified me in movies over and over and over again. So I always would watch this movie fast forward to where he became an exoskeleton and watch that scene over and over and over again. We would fast and... forward to different bits of the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will say, yeah, the effects definitely don't hold up. Like, especially the prosthetic of uh, Schwarzenegger's face when he's uh, cutting out his <laughs> eye and stuff like that it looks so bad, but it's like his and... head moving in one giant piece. <laughs> Yeah, it just looks so cheesy, but at the same time, like, man, that scene is very effective, like, because I, in my head, I remember it being way more realistic than it was. Yeah. And, and yeah, just see, like, just seeing that and showing, like, that kind of, like, skull-like socket in his head, but having, like, that little red eye, and that that was just uh, creepy. And then, of course, I mean, 
there's so many great lines from this film that, you know, anybody for the Terminator franchise will know from here on out because of this movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, come with me if you want to live. But that so, was horrible. Delivered yeah, by I'll Kyle? Say, <sighs> yeah, I'll say the delivery, like, it it didn't become iconic until part two with when Arnold no. said it. And that, but then uh, the whole, I'll be back. Oh, I love that scene. And just the way he delivers that line. And he's just looking around the room like, okay, I think I can fit my car through this wall. All right, <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> but, and I also agree with Heather about Linda, Linda Hamilton. She, it's good to go back and revisit some of her older films. Cause yeah, she was awesome in this film. Like just kind of starting off as that, like scared, uh, scared woman that just didn't know what to do and then just getting you know more and more confident and stronger and well Avi and like Heather said like she really didn't need Kyle Reese because I mean she's the one that pretty much took out the Terminator yeah you're right um, but, yeah okay. that's pretty much my general thoughts yeah nice um, Luffy you want to go next yeah sure um, this is great it's definitely not as good as T2 for sure but um, James Cameron just makes fucking good movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, also, is the Iguana dead? Is what? Oh, yeah, the Iguana. Yeah, I don't know if it ever... I don't know whatever happened to that Because she didn't go back to the apartment. That's oh, yeah, the most true. relevant question that anyone has asked today. <laughs> I, what happened to him? That's a good point. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. I was like, it was such a big thing. <laughs> it is a big thing. And then uh, they're just jump, like... Jump. Yeah, it's just like, mm-hmm. no, okay, I guess it's dead. Fair enough. I <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just a, it's a really solid, like, action horror movie. Like, that's, like, Arnie's performance is solid as a robot. The effects for back then, I think, like, now it's a little bit... Um, faded and stuff but i also think like watching stuff in standard definition would make a difference as well yeah. like everything's so crisp and sharp now you can really like fake stuff just stands out mm-hmm. and we've seen better whereas back then it's kind of you can kind of go with it a bit more yeah so i i feel like for at the time it would have looked amazing um that stuff that's kind of aged a bit now, but I, I still love practical effects over CGI so much. Um, but yeah, just good, solid. There's not for a time movie. There's not too many giant plot holes, which is good. No, those come later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That happens later. <laughs> but but for this one, I mean, like it's cool just having the time thing of like him being John Connor's dad. And he's him sending his dad to the future to save his mom. Yeah. Do you think he knew that, John Connor? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I was wondering that through the whole movie. Like, does he know that he's sending his dad back or like, what's you the go? fuck my mom. I totally <laughs> made jokes about that in the entire... Dude, I fucked your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watching it. <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't think he knew because uh, didn't Kyle Reese even say, like, uh, he... He just took. He wanted to be the one to do it. Like he, like I don't think John Connor picked him. Yeah, he, he, he volunteered. Said, I want. Yeah, he That's volunteered. That's true. Yes. Okay. Um, 
Well, of course, but, he wanted to go back and fuck his mom. That's why he wanted to volunteer. Well, yeah. he did say he wanted <laughs> to beat the legend. Was, I knew I loved you. Now I have to be here. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, yeah, just really solid movie. Not, like, um, not the best movie ever, but uh, just really solid. Nice, man. Um, for me, I, look, I think the first time I ever saw the character of Terminator was Terminator 2. And it probably wasn't until years later that I sat back and watched this one, the original. Um, and it's been, much like Scott, it's been years since I've, I've re-watched this. I couldn't even tell you how long it's been. Because every time I want my Terminator fix, I always go to T2. Because yeah. I think everyone can agree here, it's the best in the franchise. It's mm-hmm. That that movie yeah. is in my top ten of all-time favorite movies, of all genres and everything like that. I just love that movie. Um, so I was I was really excited to go back and rewatch this film, and for the most part, I had an absolute blast with this film. Um, but the few things that stood out for me is, and I'm sorry, Heather, I do have to somewhat disagree with you with Carl Reese. <gasps> I I really liked his performance. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but get it, <laughs> we're fighting now. <laughs> But um, the, what I liked about it, the, one of the biggest things in this movie is the relationship between Kyle and Sarah. It, I found it really believable and somewhat heartbreaking. And that that whole discussion with Kyle and Sarah about how he volunteered to come back because he loved her, I just – it kind of made me tear up a little bit. And then he's there talking about the photo and he says – I always wondered what you were thinking. And then right at the end, you find out what she was thinking and it was about him. And I just thought that was really beautiful. I just really, really enjoyed their, their chemistry together and their whole relationship in this movie. Um, the, the biggest thing, another big thing for me is of course the Terminator theme. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever said this on this podcast, but I've told my wife many, many times. Shut that- up. <laughs> <laughs> I've told my wife many times that when I die, um, I want my coffin to be lowered into the ground while the Terminator theme is playing. And <laughs> and she gets mad every time I say that because she doesn't like talking about my death. But that thing. I'll do it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that theme is up there. Probably on par with Jaws theme, the Halloween theme, all these iconic themes that for that you know straight away what it is and just one of the best scores of all time. And it's not just the theme, it's the score throughout the whole movie. I just I love it. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. I, I absolutely agree because I was messaging Heather last night just saying, holy crap, like obviously there's the main theme that everyone knows, but like even just like the stuff that, isn't nearly as recognizable, but it has like that synth sound to it. I just yeah. love that. It's oh, it's In so the 80s good. Ass shoulder dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and, but watching this, watching the original, I did notice that the theme in Terminator Two is a, a lot better. Um, but this one's still like it's the it's the original and it's one where it was born. So I love it for that. 
Um, and I was going to ask, did anybody else notice during the sex scene it had kind of like that uh, ending theme from Terminator 2? The yes. Yeah. I wasn't listening to the music. <laughs> and, uh, you, you were just like, Sorry. oh, sexiness. I got to watch. Yeah, that's why I'm, I live for sex scenes in movies. That's how I roll. I so. mean, for me, I, I kind of wanted more boob shots, but... Right. The boob shots like are pretty decent. Like, her tits looked pretty fucking good. They, like, they, I gotta say. They're not bad. And, like, Sarah... Uh, what's her name? Lim- Linda Hamilton. She's not the most attractive woman in the world, but I'd give her one. She kind of looks like a with the hair. Like, she kind of looks a little lionish. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that um, other bird's hair. Mm. <laughs> Her roommate, you mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Me and my, <laughs> uh, my roommate was watching it with me last night, and he was just like, "Man, that probably took like five hours to get her yeah. hair to look like that." <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. And then um, she stayed home. She didn't even go yeah. out. She got like all fucking dressed <laughs> up and literally girl. did nothing. <laughs> no, she banged her boyfriend. Oh, that's right. He was like inside her top. Yeah. And I was Which like, "How is that?" Inside comedian. other things as well. Yeah. And yeah. I did love the little bit of comedy there when he calls and he's talking to. Uh, Sarah Connor, and he's like, I'm going to take your panties off with my teeth. And then she, like, hands the phone over to her roommate, and he repeat, he goes back and just goes, I'm going to take those panties yeah. off with my teeth. I love that. Um, also, they weren't noise-canceling headphones. You could have fucking heard everything. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. <laughs> um, on, on the topic of the effects, and this is one thing that I, I, I get it for its time. It would have been cool. But looking at it now, I've got to take a point off of it just because I look at this effect and I'm like, it, it's so noticeable. And then I think of movies like An American World in London and The Thing, which came out years before this and are uh, incredible and, and still hold up. And then The Terminator, it's very clearly a dummy. In saying that, the the exoskeleton at the end still looks fucking awesome. It's fucking metal as shit. It is. It is yeah. so metal. <laughs> Literally. Nah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go? Do you guys want to discuss the go back into the topic of is is this a horror film? Let's let's convince Heather that this is a horror film. <laughs> well, you haven't convinced me of the love between Kyle. Though, let me say to him, I think it's nice that you find that so beautiful. You must be happy and in love. I'm broken and sad, so maybe that's why I, <laughs> I didn't see the love there. Well, and see, this like, is why. Uh... It's so sweet. Well, I'll say and oh. see, this is why Tim and I connect. Like. We're both romantics at heart, oh, and that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, is... while watching, sorry, Scott. I'll say, and this is, you know, this is why we have this love, because yeah, like we're both romantic, and we both want to cuddle each other. That's right. Uh, and I will watch. I will admit, while watching the sex scene in this movie, I was thinking about Scott. So yes, mm. I was thinking of you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is this? <laughs> Is this horror or not? Now, Luffy, you came up with some really good uh, arguments as to why this is horror, and you came into a, a different you came into a different ballpark than what I was going with. I was going more in the route of this is a slasher film, much like what Scott said. But what you said kind of blew me blew me away. Really? Um, do you want like to elaborate? Nuclear more? war? Ah, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like it's. 
Like, what's scarier than the end of the world? And I know people that are genuinely terrified of technology and that very thing, like, the robots fucking taking over. Like, um, <laughs> so I think it's, I think for some people, it's, this movie be just fucking terrifying. Just the concept of it. Yes. I'm so, also I'm also now thinking about another movie that has machines taking over the world, and that's The Great Maximum Overdrive. And yes. <laughs> you haven't seen Maximum Overdrive? Oh, I don't think so. I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen it either. It's okay, Daniel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Both of you guys need to do some homework because this is uh, an amazing train wreck of a movie. First mm, film directed okay. by Stephen King. Well, and you like was... Gremlins, too. I don't know how. <gasps> Tim, you think I, she hates I, Gremlins 2. I don't understand Tim, how you hate Gremlins 2. It's so much look, fun. We, we'll get to it off air. But Tim, <laughs> do you like Maximum Overdrive? Then I'll watch I, it if you think it's good. I I do. It's it's in that ball camp of um, it's so bad it's good. Okay. Yep. Um, but it just think okay, think of it this way. This is Stephen King's only directorial movie, and he was on a lot of cocaine while doing it. Awesome. He loves cocaine. He literally does not remember filming the movie. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a fucking blast, but I can see why some people have problems with it. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of problems with it, but it's just dumb fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so back into the the why Terminator is a horror film. Oh. I'm gonna completely go into the whole slasher route that I'm sure many people already know about. Mm-hmm. And I mean. You, we, we've already discussed the Terminator, the character, and why it's a, a slasher character. It's basically a heavy metal version of Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Um, but I found there's a lot of other things that coincide with slasher films. For example, Sarah Connor being a final girl. Yeah. And she takes time out of her day to have premarital sex. <laughs> And yes, naughty she, against she, Jesus. Don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts the movie off being a normal person, not having any prior knowledge of what's happened, what's going to come for her, or martial arts background, or anything like that. And she needs Kyle Reese to help her, to protect her. And then you've got Kyle Reese, who's the protector and the love interest who dies while trying to protect the final girl, which happens in a lot of slasher films as well. Then on top of that, you've got the police that, I know this isn't in every slasher film, but they are in a lot. For example, Friday the 13th Part 6. They prove to be completely useless, and that's partially because they refuse to believe the story of of the Terminator. And I don't blame them for having a hard time believing that, because, yeah, but still. Neither do I. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you've got the high body count. And and I know that slashes aren't used done with guns or something like that. It's hard Usually. to slash with a pistol. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know. I just I, I can see Heather's point of view where this is not a horror film. Um, but at the same time, I <laughs> I like to include every movie that I like in the horror genre. <laughs> And so I'll make we can just do it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, though, Tim, I don't buy into this gun thing. That is actually not. I don't. Just because a gun is used in a slasher does not make it a, not a slasher. Like, I don't understand where people get that argument. 
like a slasher is mass killing and stalking. Like whether you use a gun, a fucking baseball bat, a dog, I don't know, whatever the fuck you want to use, like it doesn't matter. I don't think the gun is the reason why this would not be considered a horror film for me anyway. Yeah, nice, nice. I mean, I think it's more just the fact that the usual slasher films always have knives or chainsaws or whatever have you. Um, but, you know, I agree with you. I think it's an old school way of thinking, and it really actually irritates me because I had someone argue with me once that Terrifier wasn't a slasher because he used a gun, and maybe that's where I'm all like, no, it's not true. Like, it's, I think for me, the hardest part was it just felt so actiony to me. And it's not that, like, if you watch Friday the 13th, you mm-hmm. could argue that those are action films too. Well, not the first one, but, like, further on or, or whatnot, you could argue that there's some action scenes in those too. There's some chase scenes. There's there's stuff like that. So I don't know what does it differently for me for Terminator. And I think you're definitely leaning my argument more towards its horror. Um, but definitely not the second one. But I think the first one does stand out as different than the other Terminator films. Mm. Oh, definitely. Um, going with what you just said about action and horror and all that stuff i'm just curious to know your opinion on on other films that many people don't consider horror um but for one i I do for example aliens the sequel to alien would you consider that horror action or a mix i consider all the alien films horror good girl (laughs) (laughs) and so i that's why it's interesting right and we do this as horror fans like i talk to scott about this all the time it drives me crazy i'll listen to a podcast and someone will talk about a film and they'll be like oh you know i didn't like this and this and this but then they'll talk about another film and be like they'll say that they like the same thing so sometimes our own like enjoyment of the film will affect whether we consider it horror or not Mm -hmm. not actually stepping back objectively and going just because I didn't enjoy it or I wasn't quote unquote scared or didn't feel tension or whatever, would it still be objectively, if we look at the factors in it, a horror film? And I think that through both you and Daniel's statement, you've made me really kind of move towards the fact that I think it is more of a horror film. Nice. Um, I've, I used to get real, I don't know why, but I used to get really bothered when people would say, Jaws isn't a horror movie. And I would spend fucking hours trying to convince them that Jaws is 100% a horror film. Now, nothing better to do. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And now he has three kids almost, so he doesn't have the time to. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But like, now, now I just. I don't care. And when people say it's not a horror film, I'm like, "Mm, well, it is to me. And that's all that matters. I mean, the movie. Have you seen the movie Searching? No. Um,. It's uh, – I can see why people will flat out say, no, no, it's not a horror movie. But to me, it very much is because it deals with um, children and abduction and things like that. And to me, that's one of the most scariest things in the world where yeah. other people would see this movie and go, yeah, it's a thriller and a, or a drama or something like that. But that's something that scares me as c- compared to like a Friday the 13th, which I don't get scared from anymore. Um but another movie that a lot of people... big, strong man now. I, <laughs> <laughs> he could take down Jason if he needed... Or Mrs. Voorhees. He could take down that <laughs> fucking woman if he needed to. Um, another movie that I often get told is not a horror movie, but I pretty much disagree, is Predator. What yeah. Do yeah. You, what do you think about that? Oh, it's horror to me. Um, 
Absolutely. I think it's a horror film. Yeah. And that that's another movie that I would argue is a is a slasher film as well. Yeah, I and you know it's funny, I saw a big argument on Facebook that it you know they they argued it's not a slasher and this is a slasher. And yet again, I I drives me nuts in the podcasting community that people pick and choose depending on their personal preference. I think it it says something to sit back and go, okay, well, if I think these elements make something a slasher, I can't just all of a sudden disregard that because I don't want this one to be considered. Mm -hmm. And I think if you actually look at the elements in Predator and you compare it to other movies that you may consider a slasher, there's a lot of similarities. And just because you may not want to consider it a slasher, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that you're right. <laughs> right? And I, yeah. and, I, and I find, like, Scott and I get into this all the time, probably why we get along so well, is that some, so many people let their personal enjoyment of movies. There are movies, like, I watched Color Out of Space. I am not a Lovecraft fan. I don't mm -hmm. enjoy it. I find the, it fucking boring as shit. <laughs> but that movie is incredibly done. Yeah. And for me to walk away and say, that's a shitty movie is bullshit. It's not a shitty movie. I just didn't enjoy it as much as other people did, right? So I feel like it's the same thing here with Predator and people believing it's horror, not believing it's horror. They pick and choose what they want to believe so it can be, it fits their argument. I think because fear is such an individual thing and that's what horror is mainly based on, uh, you could argue it forever. Because mm -hmm. what, what scares you doesn't not, might not necessarily scare someone else. So... Someone who, like, for Terminator, for example, like, might not be afraid of technology at all and fucking love it, wouldn't really see, like, that being scary or possible of happening or anything like that. So it wouldn't do anything for them. But other people who are fucking terrified of that kind of thing happening would probably feel more fear from this movie than uh, just be enjoying the action set pieces and stuff. Also, so much stuff is just fucking hybrid. It can have yeah, horror yeah. elements and Absolutely. comedy elements and action. Like, this movie's totally an action movie, for sure. Like, it's got big action set pieces, but it's also totally a horror movie as well. So, I don't know. I think, I think it's just a bit of everything. So, arguing what, like, arguing the, the elements of it, it doesn't really, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, accomplish too much if you're, like, so dead set on it not being something. If it's yeah. if it's something to someone, like if it has those elements and those themes to them, then it, it is it is to them. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that, Daniel. And uh, it's kind of like the same thing I say about comedy. Fear in a horror film is subjective, just like comedy is subjective. It affects people differently. And like yeah, like you were saying, like someone may not be scared of this, but someone else might have a fear of technology. And yeah, that would legit be considered a horror film for them. So it, it just, yeah, it's, uh, and horror has like expanded, like even more so in the last couple of years with like, uh, a lot of the more art house stuff where it's, you get like hereditary and midsummer where it's more a drama film with horror elements. Mm. Like horror is starting to just kind of be blended in with a lot of different genres now. And same with, uh, train to Busan. That could be, considered a straight-up action movie the way that everything happens in that but it's also horrific what happens in that so yeah it just really all depends on like your uh point of view and like how it affects you i guess but yeah like you still can't deny that the someone may be terrified of this definitely but i think we can all pretty much agree that 
the final, the, the, the third act, I guess you can call it, of the movie is very much made as a horror film. I mean, when when the, the exoskeleton of the Terminator comes out and that whole chase in the wherever they are, I think that's very much made horror film basis. And Scott, you said it, you said it pretty much perfectly, how the uh, the exoskeleton, when it's ripped in half, is very zombie-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another point for that too would be... Uh when he shows up as the exoskeleton, well, what if he wasn't a uh, robot and this was like some type of supernatural element and it was just a regular skeleton? Because that's pretty much all the exoskeleton is, is just a robotic skeleton. Mm-hmm. And like that would be considered, like that would firmly place it into horror film if a, like all of a sudden, uh, de-skinned skeleton just started chasing you. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's a, that's kind of how I feel about that. It's just like, yeah, it's the, kind of the same thing, except for it's just a robotic body. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. I have to ask, and I'm sorry I have to ask, but has anyone here seen, I'm sure we all have, but the sequels of this film? And uh, how many have we seen? Some, but not all. I think I saw, what was the last one before this last one? Genesis? Uh, yeah, Genesis and Dark Fate are the last two, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw Genesis. I think I've seen some of three but got bored, and that's about it. Heather, I think you've seen Terminator 2, you said, but any yeah, others? Yeah, and what's the one where John Connor fights? Is that part of it, where he like you see him as an adult fighting? Oh, Salvation? I think that might be Salvation. Salvation. Yes. I've seen that one. Um, and that's it. Oh, okay. So you haven't, you've only seen part two and Salvation. Yes. Okay. And what about you, Scott? Uh, I've seen uh, the first one, the second one, part three, Salvation, and then I just kind of gave up because it got, the storyline itself just got too convoluted with the whole time jump stuff and mm-hmm. everything's just changed from what it was. And like, I, yeah, I, and I heard horrible things about Genesis, so I just never even bothered. And then. Dark Fate, I am curious about, so I may eventually watch that one because, for one, Sarah Connor returns, so I'm excited. Like, I'm excited to see Linda ha- Linda Hamilton back in the role. But yeah, I, I've only seen the first four, and I never did see the TV series. I forgot about the TV series. Yeah, Sarah Sarah Connor Chronicles, wasn't it called? Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, have you, Luffy, you've never seen that, have you? Nah. Okay, I I have. I'm pretty sure I have. On another podcast, and forgive me, I can't remember what podcast it was, but they're saying that they enjoyed it. So maybe I'll have to check that out. Um, But the reason I asked this question is because now I have seen all the Terminator sequels. I watched Dark Fate the other night just because I I have it, and I thought, what better time to watch it? What do you think, Sam? Well, yeah. (laughs) Um, okay, so so what, what Dark Fate does is, is much like Halloween from 2018. It ignores all the other sequels except the first and the second, and it basically starts off right after Terminator 2 ended. Not, not right after, but it goes back to John Connor as a kid, and it does that de-aging thing where it shows all the characters and stuff like that. But what they do made me so fucking angry 
<sighs> that I just I feel empty now. If that makes sense, <laughs> it's, it's it's really hard to talk about without spoiling it. So I'm just I'm not going to talk much about it. But they, I, it, I feel it I, retcons a lot of stuff from what I understand. Yeah, and I honestly I feel ripped off. That's the start of the movie. Uh, later on in the movie, we get another story side storyline that had my jaw to the ground. I was thinking, what the fuck are they thinking? Are you serious? <laughs> Who's writing this? It is so bad, and it is honestly my wor- the worst uh, film in the franchise for me. I uh, I gave it a three out of ten. Yeah, letterboxed from um, from what I've heard oh, about wow. it. That's fair. Yeah, it just it it blew it blew my mind the the direction they took it. I advise you all to watch it just so I can hear your thoughts. That's the only reason I want you to watch it. Well, you've uh. done such a good del- job of selling it, Tim. I don't <laughs> I, shit. I'm gonna get off this podcast and watch it right away. <laughs> what do you what do you well, think of Genesis? I oh man, it's been a while since I watched sure. it when it came out. Um, Same. I, I think I remember enjoying it, but that's only because I heard all the hate. So I kind of went in with the lowest expectations and came out thinking, oh, it's not as bad it as I said. It wasn't as bad as I said. But thinking about it now, I, I cannot think of a thing that happened in that movie. The yeah, only thing I can remember no. is <laughs> that Jai Courtney and uh, Daenerys' chemistry was terrible. See, I, I completely forgot that Jai Courtney was in the film. Yeah. So. <laughs> And yeah, I, I he's, forgot that he's uh, the Amelia fucking Clark main character. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, what was that? And I said I completely forgot about my, Amelia Clark being in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Um. So let's get to our final thoughts on the Terminator. Do you have anything more you want to discuss about the 1984 classic? Um. I would just say if anybody hasn't seen this, definitely give it a watch. Like, I mean, anybody that's listening to the show, I'm guessing about at least 95% of everybody has at least seen the Terminator or knows of it. Everybody but, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I feel personally oh. attacked. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be nice, Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is just a amazing film, uh, especially for its time. Though I do think Terminator 2 is the better of the series, but this one is still right up there. I think you need to watch this one to watch to enjoy 2 as much, because there's a lot of stuff in two that you miss if you don't, if you haven't seen this one, like all the yeah. callback lines and shit like that. Oh, I completely agree. Definitely. Uh, Heather. Yeah, you should watch this one first. Don't do what <laughs> I did and wait till like you're on a podcast and you're like, Oh, there's a first one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you guys convinced me though. I I would put it in the horror category. I think that's uh, that's come out of this conversation. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I I thought it was a pretty decent movie for 1984. Um, and I would watch it a second time, which is a big deal for me because I don't usually like to watch movies more than once. So, yeah, good times. Very nice. Um, yeah, for me, this one's a definite classic. Uh, and. I'm really glad that we did this episode because it got me to rewatch it. And I don't think it will be a long time before I do sit down and rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, still, Terminator 2 is my favorite in the franchise. That movie is just beyond a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, but this one isn't too far from it. 
Um, if I was going to rate it out of 10, this one would be a 9 for me. So nice. yeah, Same here. Yeah? Yep, 9 out of 10. Uh, Heather, what would you, if you can, what would you give it out of 10? Probably an 8.5. Fuck yeah, nice. that's awesome. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle lost points. <laughs> <laughs> Blame Kyle. But he's so attractive. Oh, but he's so annoying. Oh, gosh, and useless anyway. <laughs> uh, Luffy, eight. Eight? Yeah. You're coming in the lowest. Yeah. Eight's, eight's a good one for me. I know, I know, I know. Eight's a good score. Um, Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have a bit I of trivia. I don't think I've ever scored lower than, like, IMDb before, though. Mm, I, oh, man, I have to go back and check the, the record. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Daniel, you've scored with me, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim You're and I are scoring later. <laughs> wait till the nudes I send you. Oh, hell yes. I can't wait. We're gonna <laughs> are those going to be in the group chat, or are they just private? It's up to Scott. I'm all right to show yeah. everyone else if he if he allows me. <laughs> if he allows you, oh my I'll, God. I'll allow it. We'll, we'll share back I'll and forth. Allow. Yes, uh, <laughs> allows. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I put out on the first date, baby. <laughs> oh, thank Christ. Don't we all? Like, let's be real now. Like in your 30s, that's what you fucking do. What else are you gonna do? Dry hump for like 20 minutes? Like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not real. I'm not Christian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just some facts about the Terminator that I found pretty interesting. Fuck yeah. And uh, this <laughs> this first one kind of made me laugh. OJ Simpson. We all know. Oh him. yeah. <laughs> some people love him, I guess. Uh, he was considered for the Terminator. <laughs> but the produ- get this. This is gonna fucking make you laugh. But the producers feared. He was too nice to be taken seriously as a cold-blooded killer. <laughs> that dude wouldn't have to they know, allegedly. That's <laughs> good. Uh, the puppet of Arnold Schwarzenegger's face, the one we'd all didn't but, shit on, but just said it didn't yeah, up. We alluded to shitting on. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that puppet took six months to create. Wow. Um, maybe they could have done another six months, but... Maybe it has another pass at it. <laughs> Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's iconic catchphrase I'll be back was originally oh no sorry Arnold Schwarzenegger was trying to get it changed to I will be back Um, and apparently Schwarzenegger and directions (laughs) Schwarzenegger and director James Cameron had a big argument about it and Cameron ended up saying I don't tell you how to act so don't tell me how to write Uh, and kept (laughs) the line as I'll be back which in my opinion was the better choice yeah. I just um, picture Arnold yelling over and over again, get to the chopper, get to the chopper. <laughs> that That is actually my message tone. And I have That's a, amazing. I have a friend who just cannot send one big message. He has to send like 10 messages all <laughs> broken up. So all I hear is, get to the chopper, get to the chopper, get to the chopper. <laughs> Who's that? That's awesome. Todd. Oh, okay. and, um, yeah. It's very it's very embarrassing when you're out in the shops and your phone just keeps telling you to get to the chopper. Well, it really means it. <laughs> uh, Mel Gibson, he turned down the role of the Terminator, simply feeling he wasn't right for the part. And after seeing the film, he praised Arnold Schwarzenegger as a much better choice. Didn't want to work for all them Hollywood Jews. 
I'm curious because I'm going to guess here I'm the only one that hasn't seen Mad Max, the original. But isn't that something you have to do when you live in Australia? Like, isn't oh that part of your citizenship? No, really. I, okay, so <laughs> I, I said that on a – I was on a, another podcast called the Mac Nez Podcast with Kevin Nez. And he asked me that, and he goes, what are your thoughts on Mad Max? And I said, Nez, I think I'm the only Australian in Australia who has never seen that movie. And I got, like, like uh, messages sent to me saying, what the fuck? How haven't you seen Mad Max? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you better not o- get deported. That's serious shit, man. I hope you, like. <laughs> <laughs> the OG one or Fury Road? No, the OG one. Mel Gibson oh, okay. one. You seen Fury Road, though? No, not yet. I've seen need, no Mad Max movies. You need to fucking watch wow. Fury Road. You, you can skip Mad Max, but you need to watch Fury Road. <laughs> but um, what would you think about Mel Gibson being the Terminator? Yay or oh. nay? Nah. No. Nay, nay, nay. Yeah, you know, he, he, Cruise, big he does his own son, so I think he would have been I avoided it before. I brought up the mummy and I didn't do it. Every fucking week. We well, you guys know he does his own sons, right? Because, did you know? Did you know? And Tom Cruise. <laughs> Is that so? It's just I so s- unique and amazing. Oh I my god. Could god. You, Sorry? I said, could you imagine his short ass playing the Terminator? Oh. <laughs> oh. I um I've said that I've said this on this podcast before that <laughs> one day we're gonna have shirts. It's gonna be the logo on the front and on the back. It's just gonna say, "Do you know Tom Cruise does his own stunts?" <laughs> I would so buy a shirt. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so couple more. <laughs> couple more trivia here. Uh, the movie was released in Poland under the title <laughs> "The Electronic Murderer." <laughs> wow. Is that going to my <laughs> And the last bit of trivia I have was Linda Hamilton broke her ankle prior to production, so most of the chase scenes were moved towards the end of shooting schedule to allow her leg to heal. Even so, her ankle had to be taped every day so she could do running, and she spent most of the shoot in pain. Oh, that explains wow. her facial expressions half the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, for oh, real. Oh. Ankle trauma is... Ugh, I can't... Do it. No, it's it's not fun. No, yeah, like that scene in Evil Dead with the pencil. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking hell. All right, guys. Uh, anything you want to add about the Terminator? Last, last little bit. Anything else? He's a robot. He sure <laughs> is. <laughs> whoa, whoa! He's a robot. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Well, that makes a lot more sense. And, and did you guys know Tom Cruise did his own stunts? For fuck's sake. That's actually Scott's favorite actor. I'm surprised you guys even let him on the show. Is it real? Oh, don't know. Oh, yeah. He's like, Heather, do you want to watch Interview with a Vampire? I love Tom Cruise. He's just so talented. <laughs> well, you did just name a movie that I do love that he's actually in. <laughs> That's why I did it. It's the only horror one that came to mind. Because The Mummy, I never saw that piece of shit. When I found out they were making that, be I really was, good. <laughs> does he do his own stunts in it i think so oh, wow he, he's so talented mm. gosh <sighs> i have my my fist clenched right now <laughs> this though does remind me that i need to send in the chat group 
uh, this uh, meme that my and story my friend created. It's a fake story about Tom Cruise, and I gotta Ooh. send it to you guys. I sent it to Heather, and she freaking laughed her ass off. We're just gonna turn ourselves into the Tom Cru- Tom Cruise show. Oh, can we? <laughs> no, I've seen it. Let's do it. We're doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast first. Okay, fine. <laughs> Wait, am I invited to that, or was that like your spin-off show? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I have to actually think about doing it and all that stuff. Um, but um, before we go, now that you've fucking mentioned Tom Cruise, I need to ask Scott, have you seen Tom Cruise's The Mummy? No, I avoided that like the plague. You are so, so lucky. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I... As soon as I heard it was a Tom Cruise action movie about a horror character from Universal, I was like, I am good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are you are very lucky you avoided that one. Oh my god. Have you anyway. guys have you guys seen the mega cut of every Arnold scream from every movie? I yes. have. And it's so no. so good. <laughs> Actually, do you know what I watched today? There's a Terminator. No. <laughs> there is a a clip on YouTube, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about how he now owns a tank, and it was a competition about <laughs> coming to LA and sitting in the tank with him while he runs over things. Come on. <laughs> and it's oh. one of the funniest things I've ever watched. I will uh, I'll send it in the group chat, but yeah, yeah. it's so funny. I like to see this. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Everything Arnold Schwarzenegger does is amazing. Um, I will say, well, even, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'll say even his, uh, have you guys seen his uh, stay at home quarantine videos where he's like chilling with his uh, llamas or donkeys or whatever inside the house and he's just smoking a cigar. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I did say that. <sighs> that was amazing. <laughs> I just love him. Um, I, will, I will say that the new Terminator film, Dark Fate, Arnold had one line in it that made me, Almost gag on my drink. It was so funny what he said, but what was it? I'm not gonna tell you. Fuck, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> I don't want to spoil. Oh, actually, you know what? I'll tell you the line he says. He says, "I'm extremely funny," but it's the way he says it. It's yeah. You got to okay. watch it. Yeah, I had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that concludes this episode of Horror for Dummies. Heather and Scott, if you may. Please give uh, the listeners. I'm, I'm sure everyone knows who you are because like you guys sure. are more you guys are more popular than us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, plug plug your shit. Oh, sorry, right, you uh, plug it. Well, you know me. I love to plug it all the time. Exactly. I like to plug you. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, we're pegging. We're, we're doing some pegging after this show is over for sure. <laughs> But social distancing will be involved, so don't worry, everybody. It's a massive dildo. We'll, we'll be safe. <laughs> a massive dildo that reaches from the U.S. to Australia. It's going to be amazing. Oh, wow. I'm going to try to deep throat that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so, but yeah, you can check us out. Uh, we're the Friday Nightmares podcast. We're under the Kill the Cast banner, so if you subscribe to them, You'll get our shows as we upload them. Uh, we have been basically doing weekly shows. Uh, we've been releasing uh, our main t- main show, which features our main topic that we do a bunch of research for and all that. And then we do these uh, bonus episodes that are just inviting guests on, and we're doing like horror movie trivia and some just random like just 
horror topic just to have conversation and just shoot the shit and just be a little more uh, not safe for work, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, but uh, How the, rude. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, we actually just released our uh, fifth episode of our main show, which is the Aliens and Government Experiments. Uh, that came out a couple days ago, and I am in the process of editing. We got two more bonus episodes coming out. Uh, the next one that will be appearing is uh, me, Nick Hunt, Adam Thomas, and Thomas Mariani from the Double Edge Double Bill. Ooh. Heather was not on that one, unfortunately, but uh, it was still a lot of fun. And It's uh, just a sausage party on that one. It totally is. <laughs> Hell yeah. And... <laughs> I love that movie. Great <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> Uh, and then Heather and I just recorded another uh, bonus episode uh, with uh, Jerry Herring from Kill the Cast, Nudie from NFW Podcast, uh, Hard to Kill Podcast, and It's Not Horror, Okay. And Adam Thomas was on that as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you can also find us on It's Not Horror, Okay. We just released uh, the Beastmaster episode where we're just doing a commentary over that and barely talking about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Beastmaster, not Breastmaster, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to be disappointed when you listen to the episode. Heather was very disappointed when she found out it wasn't Breastmaster. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, love, I love big tits. Right? I know. That's why I said so. <laughs> I listened to your show. I know what you guys like. You like the tits. catchphrase. So. All right. And uh, Heather, and do you want to talk about the No More Room in Hell guest spot? Sure, sure do. So we were on No More Room in Hell, and uh, we talked about Aussie films. So if you want to listen to a bunch of Americans and one Canadian pretend that they know anything about Australian culture, you can check out that show. Well, luckily, there's not a lot. <laughs> but you would be surprised. Some of the movies they came up with, like I've never even heard of. So I don't, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. But you can find it on the Horrorphilia Network, and it's under No More Room in Hell. And I think it just dropped on Thursday or Friday of this week. I have that downloaded and ready to go. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah, it's well, you're going to know what movies I liked because I brought up half of them tonight while we were talking. So. <laughs> 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 it's going to be no shock there. But I think other ones are going to be interesting. I, I, there were some like Venom has the most eclectic and Derek have the most eclectic taste that I they come up with shit that I didn't even know existed. So, um, yeah, it should Ven- be interesting. Venom's a fucking encyclopedia of horror. Oh, knowledge. yeah. Oh, he so is. He's not book. He... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool. Venom, Venom's and, amazing. And actually, we should give him a birthday shout out too, because he just oh, had his fiftieth fiftieth birthday on uh, this uh, yesterday. Is he fifty? Oh, yeah, nope. he's fifty. Wow, he does not look it. He looks fucking amazing. Yeah, he looks good for a book. <laughs> God. Yeah, you you guys are killing it with with your guest hosts and yeah. get guest spots and everything like that. I hope everyone had their like fucking notes and shit ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get Scott onto a lot of these podcasts. Oh, you, know, you I get invited, yes. and they're like, oh, and I'm like, can I bring like my little brother Scott? Like, is that okay? And they're like, I guess. <laughs> oh, you are so fucking cocky. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's only podcasting for five years, and I've been doing it for a year. <laughs> but I'm a chick, and that's what happens when you're a female in this community. There's like six of us, so we just jump around everywhere. 
Well, you guys are absolutely killing it. Um, you, you guys, I will tell you this one thing. I, about a year ago, I switched jobs. I was a delivery driver and I was on the road for about 10 hours a day. So I just had ultimate time to listen to podcasts. Now I'm doing a job completely different and I do not get time to listen to podcasts as much. So I've had to cut a lot of podcasts that I listen to out. Um, but you guys are one that as soon as an episode drops, it's downloaded straight away and it's usually listened to in that day. Um, so I love you guys. I love your show and I uh, just keep up the good work. And thank, thank you so much you. for, <laughs> thank you so much for doing it weekly instead of fortnightly or whatever you were doing it before. <laughs> <laughs> well, we felt pressured when we realized we had a listener. We were like, oh shit, <laughs> like our show. shit okay, well, fuck. Okay, we better like do something. This is impressive. But thank you for your kind words, Tim. I, you know how I like, well, I've, I talk about you guys all the time, but that can that contagion episode that you did was fucking hilarious. Oh my god! And then talking about licking each other's faces uh, or pe- licking random people's faces, like you were my heroes. So I, uh, <laughs> as long as you keep making episodes, and I love Daniel's one-liners. He is fucking funny. So oh. yeah, Daniel's Daniel's now a fan favorite. I've been getting a lot of mail about him lately. So just because I'm better well, than you. but for the longest time we didn't know his name so the first time we dropped it i was like tim and his friend (laughs) (laughs) special friends do you know know the funny thing before coming like before um calling up you guys we were just me and me and daniel were just talking and (laughs) and he said to me he goes it's so funny it's so weird how you call me daniel because i no one calls me daniel yeah no one calls him daniel no one oh really yeah, it's like a family and work people name for me. So when I hear it outside of there, um, it, it's just like, am I in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the reason the reason I started calling him uh, Daniel on the show is because every time someone would ask me what's his name, I'd say Luffy, and they'd be like, what? Luffy? How do you pronounce that? Luffy? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Daniel's much more easier name to pronounce, and plus it kind of pisses him off. So yeah. <laughs> it just throws me off. <laughs> That's why, like, he'll occasionally just slip into calling me Luffy all the time on the podcast. <laughs> That's funny. Love well, I'm glad we know who you are now because it was super awkward. Like literally, the first time we wanted to give you guys a shout, I'm like Scott. What's the other guy's name? And we were like trying to go through the Facebook page, and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this other dude is. Like, this is horrible. We're gonna sound like assholes, but oh well, we'll shout them out anyway. It's okay. All you have to remember is Tim. Yes. Tim and the other. Tim, Tim, my lover. Oh, stop it. All right. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Horror for Dummies. Thank you so much, Scott and Heather. You guys will be welcome back anytime you want. Uh, we can even talk about a goddamn Tom Cruise movie if you like. <laughs> Scott loves Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh I want to do Jerry Maguire. Oh, it's it's got to oh. be horror. So. What? Oh, when was well, that a rule? Have- the sky was horror because I feel like I wasted fucking like hours <laughs> of my life that I'll never get back again. Could we talk about that piece of shit movie? I don't, I don't want to waste hours of my life either. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I have precious yeah. time. <laughs> I do have to say though, Tim, have you noticed how both of our co-hosts are way too similar? It's scary. Yeah, we're funny. It that's is. what they mean. Daniel, we're funny. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need to all meet up and go on an actual date. Yes. And then well, I'll drag so we'll Scott. Be out. So I'll come and hang out with you guys, and we'll send pictures to Scott of us chilling at the bar. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just sneak over illegally. I'll just pretend I'm a shark and just search for the Tim Shark. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be me in the water just going, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> smashing pies. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, Daniel, have you got anything else to say? Beautiful. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time. Get! I am a war machine!
machine. I am a war machine.